What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and Uncommon Goods. Hello besties, happy December. This week has been so insane. I've been moving into my new house and everything is kind of just a mess and my thoughts are everywhere. So, so sorry if I sound insane today. Also, if the audio sounds off or is different than normal, I'm in my new studio and I haven't been able to play with the sound. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I... Fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states but in time we'll figure it out but anyways I was going to do an episode about like vision boards and ending the year strong and I think I still want to do that so let me know if you'd be interested in that episode before the year ends or if you'd rather me wait until the new year begins but today I want to talk about something very different from glowing up and that is reflecting on am I the problem or is how others treating me the problem If you know me or if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I had a huge difficulty making friends and maintaining friendships growing up. And part of that was because I was self-sabotaging and I had these insecurities that 
weren't being dealt with, which led me to projecting them onto others. But even now, with the amount of growth that I've had and how different I truly believe I am from the girl I was years ago, I do still have difficulty keeping friendships. And not even just friendships, but I just feel like I'm still hard to digest. Like, you know those people that everyone is just obsessed with? Everyone likes them. Everyone wants to hang out with them. The person that gets along with literally everyone and everyone has such nice things to say about them. I could not relate less to that type of person. I don't think I've ever been someone that the majority of people likes. I feel like I'm just a controversial person and I feel this way because whenever I've expressed my opinions or my thoughts, they've come off as controversial. I've gotten backlash on things that I've said and things that I've done and I felt like I've had to defend myself much more than the average person. And to be honest, it just seems like I've always had to work harder than others to be liked. And because I've had to work really hard for people to like me, it's made me question, am I an unlikable person? For me, there's people that I right off the bat do not like or I believe I would not vibe with. And it made me think, am I that person to most people? Do I have unlikable qualities? Am I toxic? Am I a bad person? I think there is a lot of judgment revolving around how many friends you have, or how long you've been friends with people. A lot of the time when you see someone without any friends or someone who lost their friends, you immediately think they're the problem. They're toxic. They can't keep people around. So there must be something wrong with them. And trust me, I've been that person to judge other people based off that too. I know people who have had the same friends since they were in elementary school. People who have huge friend groups of 10 plus people who they hang out with all the time. And being someone who has gone through friendship breakups and only has a couple close friends, I do tend to beat myself up over the fact that I am not these people who have a bunch of girlfriends and have a huge group chat where they're talking all the time. Especially around the holidays, seeing all these people throwing holiday parties together and going shopping together It really gets me in my feels and makes me insecure about the relationships I don't have. And before I say what I'm about to say, I don't want it to get twisted. You can be the absolute fucking devil. You can be a monster and you can be the problem and the reason why your friendships continue to fail. But I don't think it's fair to blame yourself for failed connections. You can mesh well with someone and you can enjoy each other's company and it doesn't need to be a signed, sealed commitment for life. I look back at friendships like the one I had with my freshman year of college roommate where we had the best time together and she was the sweetest and such a good friend, but we don't talk anymore and there was no falling out there. We have no problems and I wish her the best and if our paths ever crossed again one day, I would love to catch up with her. But until that happens, the connection that we had only lived during that time period and it's okay that it didn't last longer. There's people who only exist during parts of your life because that's when it makes sense. 
we're all changing. You're changing and the people that you have connections with are changing. Obviously, the people that I was partying with six years ago are not in my life now because I'm not partying. The one thing we had in common was we liked to go out and get trashed and raise havoc at our local bars. And now I'm in a place and they're in a place where the friendship that was built on partying doesn't make sense. And also, you have to remember, if people in your life are treating you poorly and are making you feel bad about yourself, doesn't it make more sense to move on from that connection with them than to hold on to it and force it? when it just doesn't feel right. I've held on to so many friendships just to say that I've had friends, but they weren't doing anything productive for me or my mental health. If you letting go of people in your life because they're not good for you makes you a bad person, then be the fucking villain. If doing what's best for you makes you selfish, then be selfish. Kind of going off of that, and I talked about this in my last episode, and I talked about this on my TikTok, but One of the biggest reasons that I feel like I have trouble keeping people in my life is the fact that I'm very emotional and very vocal. I'm pretty much an open book without a filter. So if I'm feeling some type of way, more times than not, I'm going to be very open about whether I'm struggling or if I'm thriving. And I understand that it's difficult to be around people who struggle with their mental health. I understand that it's taxing to constantly be around people who aren't always a ray of fucking sunshine. But I think it's also important to remember that it's difficult to be around people who don't allow you to express how you feel in a safe environment. Yes, there's a time and a place like If one of my friends are expressing to me how happy they are and how great their life is, I'm not going to go and start trauma dumping to them. Or if one of my friends opens up about what they're struggling with, I'm not going to take their moment away and dismiss their problems with my own problems. But from my own experience, I feel like I've been on the other end of that where I want to express what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling, but I'm not being heard. Or I'm being told that I'm so negative and I'm so dramatic and I need to calm down because whatever is upsetting me isn't that bad. And then if it isn't you're too emotional, it's you're too dramatic. And if it's not you're too dramatic, it's you're too controversial. You don't agree with anything I say. You always want to debate. You always want it your way. As if we're two different humans with two different brains who think different things. So of course... I'm not going to agree with everything you say. But what I've learned from fallouts with people, especially people who are used to being liked by everyone and getting along with everyone, is people are used to yes men in their corner. When you start going against what they're used to being told by people and getting from people, then you become the problem. When you start sticking up for yourself because people are making you feel bad, with how they treat you or what they say to you, then you're the problem because you can't take a joke and you're too dramatic and you're too sensitive and you just want to fight. And I think it finally clicked with me that it's not I'm too emotional or I'm too dramatic or I'm too controversial. It's just my emotions and my thoughts aren't compatible with certain people. And it's not that my opinions are wrong. It's just people either don't want to hear them 
or people don't agree with them. If someone is going to call me a bad friend for giving them advice on something they asked for advice on and they don't agree with the advice I give them because it's different from what other people are telling them, that's not my problem. My advice isn't a hot take and it's not the wrong advice. It's just not the advice they're looking for. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I have had trouble fitting in with people and being liked by the majority because I am vocal about when I don't agree with things and when I have a different opinion. Most people who are liked by everyone are liked because they have flip-flopping opinions and they say what they have to say to be validated by others. I don't want to have to change my personality and I don't want to have to change my opinions or my values based on the person or the group of people I'm around. I don't want to have to put on an act around a bunch of different people so that way everyone likes me. I want to be me in all situations and environments, no matter how they differ. If every room I walk into is a different vibe, I still want to be who I am. I don't want to fit the vibe. I want to be my own. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. As much as I love the holiday season, it can get a little overwhelming and stressful at times. I'm someone who struggles a lot with finding healthy ways to cope with stress. There's been so many times where I wish I had the answer right in front of me on how to resolve my problems when I feel overwhelmed. Unfortunately, the answers aren't always right in front of me, but thankfully, I found the next best thing, which is BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp therapists are trained to help sort through any and all of our complex emotions and help us learn productive and healthy coping skills. BetterHelp is completely online, which makes it convenient and accessible. I love that I have access to therapy right from the comfort of my own home. Therapy to me is so powerful. Being able to acknowledge that there are parts of you that you'd like to work on and having the courage to ask for help shows so much strength. From my own experience going to therapy, I see life through an entirely new lens, a positive new lens. I have learned to face my problems and work through them and also appreciate everything I do have in my life rather than focusing on the things that I don't. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, plus it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash TNTC. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TNTC. And I want to say, if you feel this way, if you feel like you have to work harder and put on this act to make others like you, it's because you feel like being authentically you is not good enough. You think, being the real you is problematic and isn't likable. And the reason you feel this way is because someone in your life or people in your life have told you that that's true. And I saw this video on my TikTok the other day, which I had to bring up for this episode because I'm like, yes, it makes so much sense. 
The creator's name is Hermes the Cynic. I might have butchered that name, but basically what he says is not everyone should like you. And if everyone does like you, it's because you're fake. If you're being your authentic self, there's going to be people who do not like you because not everyone is the same. Someone whose values and opinions are polar opposite of yours more than likely is not going to relate to you and more than likely is not going to like you. There's people out there who you shouldn't want to associate yourself with. Think about the people who are terrible people, awful people. If they did like you and did relate to you, wouldn't you question why they feel this way about you and why they feel comfortable enough with you, why they feel this connection with you when you two are so different? When I see a bunch of people who are obsessed with a certain person from my hometown or someone I went to high school with or whatever, and those people are so different, it's a little sus to me. And the reason I say it's sus is because, in my opinion, more than likely the reason why they like this person is because this person is morphing their personality into what they believe who they're hanging out with will like. And yes, this is doable. And yes, you will get people to like you. But in the long run, it's not maintainable. Because what if you were put in a room with all of these people that you kept changing your personality for? There's no way you would be able to maintain the image that you've created for each one of these people. That's why I think it's so much more beneficial in the long run to just be who you are and attract the right people in your life. If you were just you, that way you would have nothing to hide. And if there are people who hate you, yes, they hate you for you, but it's okay because there, there's going to be people who actually do like you and do love you for you and not for something that you trick them into liking. With all of that being said, you should be happy. You should be thrilled that there's people who don't like you because that tells you that you're doing something right, that you're being authentic to you and not withholding what you believe in and what you're interested in just to fit in with others. It's so easy to tell people what they want to hear and listen and follow orders from others just to please them. But is it worth it to you? I mean, I've had friends who have just expected me to agree with them or hate someone for them because of their opinion. And when I've decided on my own that that's not what I want to do, I've been outcasted and it sucked. Trust me, it may feel easier to jump through hoops for people and put on a show knowing that in the end you'll be accepted, but it's much more fulfilling to be disliked for being true to you than to be praised for being who you aren't. If people aren't willing to accept you for you, that's not your problem. You being you is not the problem. Them not accepting you is. You shouldn't have to change who you are or drop things for other people to make them feel more comfortable because their opinions or their thoughts or their whatever it differs from yours. 
if they aren't willing to accept that there are people who are different than them, then that's their problem. And they have a hard life ahead of them because they'll continue running into that problem. But the last thing that I actually want to talk about is reflecting on whether you are causing the problems in your relationships and if there are things that you can do to form better connections. Self-sabotage is a bitch and I honestly think it's one of the biggest reasons for things not working out and why relationships fall apart. A lot of the time, the reason people cheat and why people lie to their partners or cancel on plans or why issues arise is because of someone in that relationship self-sabotaging. Like, think about it. Why does someone cheat on their partner? It's not because they want to make their partner feel like shit. It's not always because their partner deserves it or isn't enough. It's typically because the person who's cheating is having problems internally and turns to cheating. And obviously, this isn't the case for everyone. Some people are just serial cheaters and whorebags. But in my opinion, a lot of the people who cheat or who hurt people are doing it out of fear that they will actually end up getting hurt or they want to ruin the relationship before it gets good because they don't think they deserve it. But the reason I bring this up is because if you're someone who constantly finds themselves having fallouts with people or in a lot of drama or just feel like you're constantly losing people, maybe ask yourself if these issues are unwillingly happening or if you're causing them. Are you and your friends fighting because you're picking fights? Are you and your boyfriend not working out because you're pushing them away? Just ask yourself, is there anything that you're doing that isn't necessarily helping the relationship? And if the answer is yes, then the next question is why? I am definitely someone who self-sabotages or has in the past. And personally, the reason I do is because all I know is chaos. I low-key thrive under chaos and under stress. And as bad as that sounds, it's true. And it's because that's what I grew up around. I grew up with a dysfunctional family and parents that fought a lot. And I got used to things not working out and things being hard. And it became my normal. So when things aren't chaotic and I don't need to be in fight or flight mode and when I don't have to be defending myself to someone it honestly feels uncomfortable and because of this I would find myself looking for trouble I would start problems with friends and start problems in relationships in a weird sense of comfort which obviously is a problem but in those situations yeah I <laughs> I was the problem and I know it's uncomfortable to admit when you're the one causing problems and making relationships hard. It's much easier to have a victim complex or mentality than to own that you're the issue. But just because you make things hard or you make things toxic doesn't mean you're a toxic person. It doesn't mean you're going to forever be this awful person and that you're someone who's broken and can't be fixed. It just means that there's something within you that's hurting and that needs to be fixed, not you entirely. 
But that's why we reflect and why we need to be able to own when we're not being the best version of ourselves and not showing up as much as we can for us and for those around us. So if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, wait, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Sorry, I had to throw in a little Taylor Swift there. But if you're listening to this and you're relating to self-sabotaging relationships and purposely ruining connections, don't beat yourself up over it and start spiraling. You're not a bad person. A bad person wouldn't be able to acknowledge the fact that they've hurt others or that they need to do better. They wouldn't care. The fact that you care means that you aren't a monster. You aren't the problem. You're just, you're just causing problems. And you know, we all do that sometimes. I just think it's important to not attack who you are as a person when things don't work out with others or you lose a friend or you go through a breakup. Things don't work out for a reason. And that reason may just be that you and this person or these people don't make sense anymore or you need to put yourself first or you need to take time to nurture parts of you that haven't been nurtured properly. But I hope this episode made sense. I know it was kind of random and pretty niche because it was just on my mind lately, but I still thought it was important to talk about it because I'm definitely guilty of thinking all of these things and questioning my character based off how others have treated me and based off the relationships I no longer have. So I hope this helped at all and maybe some of you can relate. I'm sorry for another quick episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. I want to end this episode by saying thank you so fucking much for listening to Try Not To Care. I got to see my Spotify wrapped this year and I can't even believe it. We are in the 1% for top followed podcast. And that's just insane to me. And just at the beginning of 2022, I just don't think, no, I definitely did not think that was even possible. I didn't even think I would be placed on any type of podcast chart. So it's just unbelievable. You guys have changed my life and I'm so grateful for you. Also, if you want to keep up with me, and be besties. You can follow me on my socials. My Instagram and my TikTok are all linked in the description of today's episode. Also, check out BetterHelp and Uncommon Goods if you're looking for accessible therapy or some gift ideas for the holiday season. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.